0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Guppy and Puppy podcast, featuring Guppy. Puppy. You're supposed to say and and puppy.
1: Do I have to say and?
0: Guppy and puppy. Guppy, puppy.
1: I'm
0: being really toxic right now. Nicole, I I need to say (laughs) one thing. You're being incredibly fucking toxic right now. You're being so fucking toxic.
1: I'm okay with that if you are.
0: I cannot believe right now, like, we are two <laughs> seconds into this, and I'm just baffled. Yeah. I'm blown away at your behavior, yeah. and this really, it really shows your character as a human being. I agree. Moving on. So, welcome to the Guppy and Puppy Podcast. What is the Guppy and Puppy Podcast? You know, what are we doing? What are we here for?
1: We're just kind of shooting the shit.
0: Yeah. Shooting, shoot, shoot,
1: just shoot, like, shoot. You gotta shoot. You gotta
0: shoot. Two gals.
1: Just having a gag. Just, just having a goof. On. Just goofing. Just goofing. Gagging. Whatever we want.
0: Yeah. Well, literally, I don't know what we are doing this for. I have no idea what I'm doing. But we are here to talk about maybe our experiences and what we think about things, our opinions. Our experiences with certain topics. Yeah. Um, we are drinking wine, by the way. And I'm already kind of like almost halfway done with my bottle because mm-hmm. we have already attempted to film this <laughs> and it did not go that great. But, but it was cute. Round two. Round two, second time is the charm that comes before the third time. That's yeah. what I've said my entire life and I will stand by that till the day I fucking die. Okay. Okay. How far along are you? I
1: am not know. You're not even wrong. far. Let me, let me I'm that. like
0: kind of tipsy right now and you're just like completely sober. So that tells you where we're at. But anyway, we wanted to start off with introducing ourselves and oh my god, you just fucking chugged half that bottle.
1: You can't challenge me.
0: Jesus fucking you can't Christ! No me. joke. If you
1: challenge me, I will accept every time. No
0: joke. She just fucking chugged half a bottle of wine in under two seconds, and I've never been more attracted <laughs> to a human being in my entire fucking life. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that was hot as fuck, babe. I love, you. I love you. But anyway, we thought we'd start off with introducing ourselves, maybe telling you a bit of fun facts, a couple Coraline fast facts, a couple Nicole fast facts, you know. So, um, my name's Coraline, kind of like the movie. Um,
1: can we get into whether or not your whether or not it was inspired by the Coraline movie?
0: I tell everyone that my name was not inspired by the Coraline movie, but it incredible. it totally was. Yeah. I totally was just like, I really I love this movie. I had a sneaking movie. suspicion. But like, I will always tell people that I didn't, but I completely did. And that's, <laughs> that's entirely coming from the fact that I'm a little inebriated. And I I'm feeling that. a little bit more honesty and less shame. Yeah. About being a fucking copycat. Okay. But anyway, um, I am gay. I'm trans. Uh, I like girls. I think girls are really cool. You know. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I, I love. I uh, love. You know, I like pussy. Dabble. Dabble a little puss. You know.
1: are we uploading this? Is it going to be safe for you to say that?
0: I don't know. We'll figure that out. That word will either be bleeped or you will have heard the word pussy just now. Yeah. Um, I am super passionate about the game Minecraft. I've been playing it since it came out in 2009. I was like 10 years old and I've been obsessed with it ever since. I don't really play it that much anymore, but I still watch... As Nicole knows, I watch Minecraft videos pretty regular Everybody. regularly, and it's uh, kind of depressing. But it's uh, you know something I'm passionate about. Uh, I'm from Texas. I was born here, and sadly still live here. But I hope to one day achieve goal my my one true goal of getting out of this godforsaken land. I'm 21, about to be 22, and I like the fucking party. I'm not gonna lie. I like to fucking party, and by party I mean s- stay in my bed and watch videos until yeah. I inevitably fall asleep from exhaustion. Yeah. And then wake up and do it all over again. Nicole, you wanna tell us about yourself? No. It's you have to. <laughs>
1: um, I'm Nicole. I'm. I don't know. What am I? I have such a hard time labeling myself. Am I a lesbian? Am I bi? Are you? Am I pan? Is pan, like, a thing that I want to describe myself as? Do you like pans? Fuck yeah, I'd fuck a pot. Yeah.
0: You'd fuck pot. I mean, I like... That's so fucking hot. I
1: like pot. Stainless steel? (laughs) Cast iron, honestly. Oh, fuck. Is that an inappropriate thing to say? Will pansexual people be upset?
0: No. I, I I identified as pansexual for so long, and... In my Tinder bio, I had uh, that I said I'm pan, stainless steel only. And like every other pan person would message me and be like, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard.
1: Yeah. I don't so. know. I just have a hard time identifying with any one like sexuality. Just because, like, I don't know. I feel like my sexuality is more fluid. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I feel that. I yeah. feel that. Same.
1: Um, I'm passionate about <laughs> stuff, you know? I'm sure there's something. Nothing's coming to fucking mind right now, but like... I don't know, maybe my, my partner.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: the arts, music.
0: You love music.
1: I love music.
0: She really fucking loves music.
1: I love music. I'm listening to music right now. You can't hear it, but...
0: She hates to be in a room alone without... Well, not alone. I'm here. But um, she hates being alone. Not alone. Fuck. Not (laughs) alone. She hates being in a room, not alone, with no sound.
1: Yeah, I I can't stand, like, white noise. The sound of a fan or the air conditioner or, yeah, I can't stand it. I have to have some kind of ambient noise.
0: I'm like that to a degree, but not as bad as you. Like I yeah. can stay in a room that's quiet and I won't really be that bothered by it. I'd be like I wish there was music playing, but not yeah. to the degree that you do.
1: I just can't rest in silence because there's never true silence. There's so much noise pollution that's just unavoidable that I like my brain chooses to pick up on all of the little sounds instead of trying to like hone in on the silence.
0: So what you're saying is that we're not we're not ever actually alone, that the government is constantly spying on us. And I mean, that we people, have a
1: Google Home. People
0: are like. listening to us right now and judging us constantly. Okay. So, um, how are I'm you?
1: from South Texas. I'm from fucking Houston. Uh, I am 21 years of age as of October. And, yeah. I'm a really simple gal. That's, a, you know, that's, that's all was I a, have to say. That
0: was a really good introduction of you. Yeah. I really felt a lot of your personality in that.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think it really represents you as a person. And I appreciate you. And I love you. I love you. I love you too.
1: Hmm.
0: Hmm. The more you know. (laughs) So, how long have we been together? We've been together since... What is the fourth month of the year? April. April 13th, 2020. We are a COVID couple.
1: COVID couple. Yeah. You know, I've never really considered that. I never really considered that we met... After.
0: Through all odds. Yeah. The universe was against us, and we were there. Yeah. yeah, We completely, despite COVID, we we still lived our dreams of becoming U-Haul lesbians, and we did it.
1: Yeah. We met through mutual friends, over Discord, of all places.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, I've never, I've never, uh, as a person who's, like, pretty much always done online dating... I never actually thought I would meet somebody through mutual friends, but it yeah. actually happened. And you're kind of like the person I want to marry, so it's like...
1: Kinda.
0: I mean, like, I say that and not... Well, <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. I mean, like, you are the person I want to marry. Like, we have... I did it. I said... Ugh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Today we're going to talk about polyamory. And... How we feel about it. Uh since we are a polyamorous couple, mm-hmm. we practice ethical non-monogamy. We are going to talk about it, our experiences with it, what it is, you know, maybe rules we have in our relationship.
1: I'd really and stuff. like to get to a point where we can address the difference between traditional polyamory and ethical non-monogamy. Because you know, I feel like there is you could use polyamory as a blank as, like, an umbrella term, but I think that there is some very, like, stark differences between the two.
0: Honestly, I heard you say that earlier, and I had no... Like, tell me what you think, because I actually... I didn't know there was a difference between polyamory and ethical non-monogamy.
1: So, I I could be wrong, but from my experience, people who practice polyamory are people who more enjoy... Like just having multiple partners, a couple or a fucking throuple or four people or how, whatever the number is, just 45 a, a group, people, a group of individuals who are in a relationship together,
0: 45 people all dating each other.
1: Yeah, that's gotta get confusing. <laughs> um, but ethical non monogamy is more. Just the freedom for an individual to have either like partners together or separate partners, and I feel like that's something that like polyamory kind of doesn't really accept because polyamory is more about all of the individual, all of the individuals being in the same relationship together. I don't, if you know what I mean,
0: I don't really. I'm going to be honest, I don't really understand. My my thing is that I thought, I, I see polyamory as, like you said, an umbrella term. Yeah. But polyamory could mean people who are in a relationship and just want to be able to fuck other people. Yeah. Which would also be considered an open relationship.
1: Um, I mean, would you not define ethical non-monogamy as an open relationship?
0: No. An open relationship is completely different from ethical non monogamy. How so? An open relationship is pretty much just you're allowed to fuck other people, but yeah. uh, it gets it gets iffy if there's love involved.
1: So you would consider an open relationship just non monogamy?
0: Yeah. So
1: ethical non monogamy no, no. meaning?
0: I mean, is it even non Non monogamy because. Like, what is a relationship other than the fact that two people love each other?
1: Well, I mean, today, and the way that, like, the people view relationships, monogamy is the first type of relationship. A monogamous relationship is the first thing that you think of. You don't think about, like, a relationship, and you consider, like, like, a heteronormative person doesn't see non-monogamy as a possibility
0: when they're going into a relationship.
1: Like, nine times yeah, out of ten. Yeah, they're,
0: they're like, how could I ever share
1: Yeah, somebody? So, my thing is, what I'm trying to get at is that ethical non-monogamy, <clears throat> like, the way that you and I practice it, is different to me than polyamory. Imagine I'm using air quotes around that. Just like the way that... Our our friends practice polyamory you know
0: I think okay I think what you're getting at and tell me if I'm wrong. I think a lot of polyamorous people um, they're very they're very they lean towards um, they lean towards not having that kind of hallmark hallmark movie relationship. Yeah. And you, you mean to say that when polyamory is different than ethical non-monogamy in that ethical non-monogamy is more so like that hallmark relationship, but with multiple people. And polyamory is more so just like you're dating uh, more than one person and it's kind of just like chill. It's chill, bro.
1: I don't think that's what I'm getting at, but I do agree with you. That's not the point that I was trying to make, but...
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. It's
1: okay. <laughs> I'm
0: like, I'm like almost a whole bottle of wine down, so I'm I a little like... I had to finish mine before you. No. I better finish
1: mine right now. Don't
0: use that as a challenge, Can please? I
1: hold the mic no. up to my throat no. so that you can hear no. half of this bottle of wine going down? Listen,
0: listen, I'm... Okay, this is off the record. <laughs> Nicole... You're an alcoholic. I am. No, I'm going to get really close for dramatic effect. Okay. Listen to me. You have a problem. You have a serious problem. Yeah. And you need help.
1: Yeah. And I'll help myself with...
0: You know, the drinking did not start until um, until that one time when we tried anal. It didn't start until then.
1: What? And I'm, I'm starting I- to find
0: that it, <laughs> you know... I haven't seen you gone, go to the bathroom in, in six months.
1: Yeah. And that's
0: when the alcoholism started. Are I think you I've
1: just been holding it all in. Am I impacted?
0: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um But for me, I think ethical non-monogamy is just a more uh, a more direct term of saying there are ethics to it. People are uh, communicating about their boundaries and what they want and what they're uncomfortable with. And they communicate that with all their partners. Um, and, you know, just live it up, you know, live it up.
1: I think a good segue here would be for us to move into our, the way that we practice ethical non-monogamy.
0: I think uh, I think that's a good idea. That is tr- a tremendous idea. I don't know if we got anywhere with that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think
1: we could clarify by explaining the way that we practice.
0: So we um, we we love each other. We want to get married. Mm-hmm. We uh, have a really, really great relationship. Like this is this is quite frankly the most. Non-toxic best relationship I've ever been in. Same. It is It is amazing. Yeah. We communicate literally everything together. And it feels so wholesome and beautiful to me. And I cherish it every day. Um, and we kind of have... We, I mean, we've been talking about it. And we just... I think we both agree that it's possible to love another human being. You can't just you can't just love one like you you can, but it's possible to love two people.
1: Yeah, and I think it depends on the individual. Like we just happen to both be individuals who understand that we have the capability of having Like, romantic feelings for more than one individual. And I think that that can't be said for, like, every individual. I don't think you can necessarily say, like, you can't just love one person. I could or
0: couldn't. You know? I almost said that because I'm a little drunk. Yeah. But, yeah. You know? Some people can just love multiple people. And there's nothing wrong with that. And we are both two um, consenting adults who say, hey, if you fall in love with someone else... You can be in a relationship with them, yeah. and...
1: I would support you in that endeavor. I think... Me too. I think the main thing is just let. if my partner loved somebody, that I would support their endeavor, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't want to restrict your... You know, I wouldn't want to keep you from loving somebody. Because I think loving somebody is, like, the best part of life. Yeah. For you to have the opportunity to have that from not only just me, but to have that same kind of love from somebody else is, like, fucking magical. And I wouldn't want to keep you from that. Same. Yeah.
0: I think, I like, that is one thing I have learned in my 21, short 21 years, is that love is just the most important thing. And... To keep the person you love the most from being able to feel that love and express that love to someone else, I feel like that's just wrong.
1: Yeah.
0: And do you... Like, for me personally, this is not a thought everyone should have. I just feel like keeping them from that love, like, do you really love them, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: If, you, if you're if you not able to... Accept that they can love someone else just as... And it does not take away from the love they feel for you.
1: Yeah.
0: It doesn't take away from that love. It's just two separate, different journeys that they're experiencing in their head all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: And neither one of them can, you know, take over the other.
1: Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to get into roles, the roles that we've yeah. established?
0: I think the biggest thing for us is we've kind of established that we prefer hierarchy.
1: Yeah.
0: In our relationship, um a lot of polyamorous people do not number one they don't agree with hierarchy and they don't they don't practice hierarchy. And basically by that I mean uh, kind of kind of having it kind of sounds uh, weird to say main partner, but yeah. that's kind of really what it is. Like, Just having a... You know, a lot of people who have hierarchy in the relationship say, like, you only want to marry that person, and they can date other people, but they can't marry other people. And we've kind of decided that it's okay for each other to... One day we would like to get married, and... Uh, we're okay with each other. Like, if we fall in love with someone else, we're okay with, uh, you know, them wanting to get married to that person, too. Obviously, we can't do it legally in the United States, or anywhere, I think. I don't know if there's anywhere we can marry multiple people. But, um...
1: But, like, the concept of just, like, bringing the government into things doesn't necessarily constitute marriage. Yeah. You know, just, like, a formal agreement and union between two people. You know?
0: Yeah. And honestly... We we are hierarchical and I don't I don't really know how that plays. Because I honestly like I guess like I say it as kinda of like a comfort thing. Like I wanna know that like that I don't know.
1: At the end of the day, even if we were dating other people, we would still be each other's like quote unquote main partner. That we would still uphold the same relationship that we have now. Just
0: yeah you know? i I think a lot of polyamorous people would uh look I've talked to a lot of polyamorous people yeah and i don't think I don't think a lot of them really like me for having this opinion but i just think i agree i just think that um I just think i it, you were just my favorite person yeah and while I could love someone else I don't see anyone surpassing How important you are to me. Yeah. If that makes sense. I don't know how that plays into real life.
1: I think that the most important thing is that because of the way that we communicate with each other, we would obviously communicate that with any other partner that we might have. So it's not that we would be deceiving or,
0: like, miscommunicating
1: our emotions to any other potential partner. Like, they would have a full understanding from the get-go the fact that... The way that we practice our relationship and the fact that we do, like, have a hierarchy kind of thing. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. And I think that... I I think... uh,
1: Nobody would be deceived in the process and nobody would misunderstand our relationship. I mean,
0: that's what polyamory is. It's just complete open communication. Yeah. And that's really what makes it work. If you don't have communication and polyamory then shit's going to it it's just not it's yeah. not feasible i don't I think i think that's
1: what separates polyamory from having an open relationship like we said yeah. before that's that's to me the defining factor
0: if you if you go right now and you get into an open relationship with someone where you could just fuck other people but you can't really get into a relationship with anyone else and you then get into a polyamorous Ethical non-monogamy non-monog- relationship, mm-hmm. which I'm sure a lot of people have done this, uh, going from an open relationship to an ethical non-monogamous relationship, yeah. you can, you'll can you know. It's really hard to put it into words, but you know yeah. what the difference is. You can feel it. Just like, you know, there's so much communication and, I don't know, I, I, I cannot see... Having a relationship where I am monogamous with a person.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, you're, you're rearranging. Yeah,
1: I gotta readjust.
0: She's readjusting everyone.
1: <laughs> um.
0: I think we should elaborate on the hierarchy thing.
1: Okay. How so?
0: Can I like just like try to explain it better? Cause I'm kind of drunk.
1: <laughs> kinda. Uh Uh-oh, looks like you just get to talk to me. Somebody's being phoned in.
0: Okay, I'll be right back. I think
1: I'm gonna have a little solo, if you don't mind. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. You wanna explain our hierarchy better? I love you. you I'm
1: gonna try really hard. Okay. Hi, it's Nicole slash Puppy. I... I don't know. I actually think I'd like to take this time to secretly mention the fact that I am so fucking in love with this bitch. (laughs) And I know how cliche that sounds, but like, I have never been in a more wholesome and secure relationship with an individual. And I think that It's just such a magical experience to be able to communicate all of your feelings with an individual and have no fear of repercussion or there's no fear that she's ever going to be upset at me for the way that I feel about any particular thing because, I don't know, I feel like we have a mutual understanding that we both are still individuals, you know? And it's just so comfortable to be able to just say anything that comes to my mind and have no fear of her not understanding or even if she doesn't understand, I know that she'll always want to understand where I'm coming from. And yeah. Um oh geez, now I'm stuck here. But all on my lonesome. She had to go on a solo mission. I'm going to pause. I'm going to pause. Okay. We will be right back when my beautiful partner
0: gets back in here. And we're back. Hello.
1: Hello.
0: We had to take care of a few things.
1: Just a brief intermission. A
0: brief intermission. I hope you got some snacks, even though it's been like a two-second thing. (laughs) So, I feel like we kind of, like, didn't really say much about our rules. Basically... We, we can fuck other people. We can date other people. We can... It's pretty much just like being a free person while also being in a relationship.
1: So basically, maybe we could go over just like the process of doing any of those things.
0: If we want to fuck someone, we we bring together the council. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <coughs> no, we're just like, hey, I really like this person. Would it be okay if we had sex, or if, or I'm kind of interested in this person, would it be okay if I go on a date? Yeah. Or it, like, you know, that's pretty much it, really. Just
1: the action of letting your partner know, hey, Coraline, I'm interested in blank, whoever that, whoever that very lucky individual is. Whatever. (laughs) I would like to... You know, we... The two of us would like to have sex.
0: We would like to, you know, snazz it up.
1: And then... Have some nookie. I I don't think I'll be told no. No. But it's just the, the action of bringing your partner into the situation and getting their consent. You know? Yeah,
0: and just communicating. Yeah. Really? Just having open communication. Yeah. And that's what makes it work as we said. And you know,
1: I think I think having sex with somebody and dating somebody would be a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: completely. It's all different.
1: Like if you were interested in somebody and you wanted to pursue a relationship with them, I would want to meet them. Yeah. Have have a conversation. You know, I would obviously want to make sure that they're, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want to verbalize, like, I want to make sure they're a good person, but.
0: You want to make sure I'm not, like, getting in with someone who's toxic. Yeah. Because you care about me.
1: But at the same time, I want to let you choose your own experiences, you know, I don't, you know? Yeah. It's just kind of like. Yes, I want you to pursue a relationship with this person, but I want to be involved, you know?
0: You want to meet them.
1: I want to meet them. I want to assess their character. I want to, even if we don't have a romantic relationship, if it's your partner, I don't necessarily need to have a romantic relationship with them, and I feel like that's part of our thing that it doesn't necessarily have to be our partner. It can be you, they I keep saying it. <laughs> they could be your partner. But I want to have an open line of communication between yeah. the three of us. Completely. You know? Yeah.
0: All the time about literally everything. Yeah. And uh you know I I like that. Yeah. I like that we can cuz like I mean, how many people can go up to their partner and be like, hey, I want to date another person.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, to the majority of the world, that's pretty fucking weird. Yeah. But that's just kind of just, like, nonchalant to us, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: And currently we don't really, we don't have, we're only dating each other.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh, I'm really rooting for you. You Yeah. I'm really rooting that you could, you know, have, have some bitch one day. I would, I would love that for you.
1: I think the thing is that I'm not actively seeking out another partner. Me either. I'm not actively looking for another individual to have any kind of relationship with. I feel like it's just one of those things that I feel like I can't have a relationship with somebody unless I love them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't, I, it's really hard for me to imagine having a relationship with somebody that I'm not, that I don't feel some kind of love for.
0: You know, I relate to that in that I, I cannot get with somebody unless I see spending my life with them. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not about that just, just, you know, willy nilly relationship. Yeah. Kind of vibe. I'm not, like, I, I'm not, like, a go-with-the-flow person. I'm really, like, I'm a major planner. I like to plan out my yeah. life. And if I meet somebody and I'm, like, I really like this person, if I cannot make a plan with them, if I can't see my life with them, then I'm not, I'm not really going to pursue it.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're e-haul lesbians, so like, <laughs> that makes sense.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, do you want to talk about experiences? Do you want to go first?
0: Well i i was in a relationship where even the word bringing up the word polyamorous was uh damning yeah. like if i i i remember I, I i felt like i was polyamorous uh since I was in middle school
1: yeah
0: you know I, I've always had these ideas of having multiple partners or really my ideal situation would be that my partner has a partner and I'm kind of just like friends with them and we all have like a big friends the tv, the TV show situation where we all live together and like
1: kitchen table polyamory. kitchen
0: table polyamory kitchen table yes polyamory. you know that term and yes. i fucking love you for that <laughs> i fucking love that you know the term kitchen table polyamory yeah that makes me so incredibly happy and i love you so much for that <laughs> okay. but anyway um yeah i couldn't really bring up the even the word polyamory I would want to talk to her about it. I would, I would want to be like, hey, you know, this is something I'm interested in. And they kind of, they took it as a threat to our relationship, which it really wasn't. That was yeah. not the threat to the relationship. It was more so me communicating with them that this is how I feel. Yeah. And that, I think even one time I brought up to them that I I get crushes on other people. You know, and I think that's a big thing. in a if you're in a monogamous relationship to tell your partner that, hey... I get crushes on people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that kind of, like, shook her to her core. Yeah. But, um, you know, I... uh, You know, what can you say? I'm just trying to, like, communicate. Yeah. So I didn't really get anywhere with that. And when that relationship ended, I I got into a triad with people. And that's when I kind of learned that I don't really like the idea of triads. I don't really... I feel like it's kind of... Me, personally, I feel like it's kind of, like... It's kind of, like, too, uh, uh, it's kind of, like, it's kind of, for me, it's, it's too, uh, it's too much to really, like, view two people as one person, as a single relationship. Yeah. For me, I really couldn't grip my head around that, and I had a lot of trouble with that. Yeah. And it was also my first experience in a polyamorous relationship, so uh I kind of ended up leaving it cuz yeah. I was too I think I, I think I rushed into polyamory too hard yeah. and kind of got knocked back a bit but then I got into a, a serious polyamorous relationship and it really taught me like all the correct ways to do polyamory like, and what is
1: the correct way to do
0: communication polyamory? Communication. That is the correct way to do polyamory. If you do not communicate with your partner in, poly, in, in polyamory, in ethical non monogamous relationships, then you essentially, if you if you fuck someone without telling your partner because you think, oh, I fuck people all the time with their permission,
1: yeah,
0: it's cheating. Yeah, that's cheating on your partner. And I, you know, I never had the intention of doing that, and I never did do that. But I just learning all the rules, learning all the the rules that felt right for me and like really talking to another human being about it, and coming up with rules that we agreed upon really helped me understand yeah what I what I was feeling inside all that time of what I wanted in a polyamorous relationship. And a lot of it carries over now, yeah like I still uh, I still hold all those things that I learned from that relationship yeah. to this day. And I think I always will, you know? But what about you? Tell me about your history with polyamory. I
1: mean, my first interaction with polyamory happened... I don't know. I think I had thoughts about being polyamorous from, like, a younger age. Like you said, like, middle school. Yeah. I think that I was just, like, a budding... I don't know... I don't know how to explain it. I actually had a really good time in the triad that I was in. Yeah? Because my first interaction with polyamory was a triad, a closed triad. And while it worked, it was nice until it stopped working. And I think that was more a fault of the individuals and not necessarily the dynamic of a triad.
0: Can I I ask what went wrong?
1: Um... I wanted to open the triad? Yeah? Yeah, and there was a lot of communication involved. What does in that, that mean? I I wanted to practice ethical non-monogamy. Like how Instead of having a closed triad.
0: Yeah, okay. So you wanted to date other people while you were in the triad? Yeah? Yeah.
1: yeah. And I and I mean of course I brought that up. To both of my partners at the time, you know, like, I communicated all of my feelings about it, and we discussed it, and they decided that it wasn't something that they were comfortable with, and then it kind of didn't really go anywhere from there, because, like, I was, I was in love with both individuals, mm-hmm. and, like, I don't know, I didn't want to shake their comfort, you know, because it wasn't something that they were comfortable with, and it's not something that I could push onto other people and then the relationship just kind of went downhill from there from like other things yeah you know um but I don't know I feel like people just have different tastes yeah when it comes to polyamory and that's not something that I could fault an individual for the way that you are comfortable with practicing polyamory is just the way that you're comfortable you know Mm -hmm. And that's not something that I could judge someone else for, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, sometimes things just don't work. And that goes with every relationship, monogamous relationships, too. Sometimes people just don't... They love each other, but they just don't want the same things. Yeah. And that happens all the time. And it's really sad, but it happens. And you kind of just... While it sucks at the time, you find a person who agrees with how you feel... And it's a lot better relationship because yeah. you're both equally satisfied with things. But that's cool. Is that, that was your only experience with polyamory? Yeah. Yeah. Did, Did you ever, uh, I know you were in a lot of monogamous relationships after you oh, were yeah. in your triad. What was it like? Did you ever bring up polyamory to them?
1: Oh, yeah. All the time. When I'm entering a relationship with somebody, I make it very known that I do. That I'm a polyamorous person, and that in our relationship, if they're comfortable with it, I would like to protect I would like to practice polyamory. But unfortunately, I fell in love with these people, even though they were very monogamous, which was a fault for me. like yeah, <laughs> really a mistake on my part. But you know, how do you tell yourself not to be in love with somebody just because
0: I mean it's you know, it, it's kind of just keeping a part of yourself. away. And it doesn't feel good.
1: It doesn't. But I was 16, so (laughs) I don't know. I yeah.
0: I didn't know that about you. And I appreciate you sharing that information with me. I, like, dating as a polyamorous person kind of sucks, because you'll really start to like somebody, and then you'll just be like, You know, I'm polyamorous. If we get together, like, I would want a polyamorous relationship. And that kind of just stops that in his tracks.
1: See, we are different in that way. What? One of my very first introductory statements is, Hi, my name's Nicole. I'm polyamorous. I want you to know that right up front, right from the get-go.
0: You said that every time you dated everyone you've been with? yeah really
1: yeah i always make it very known because i feel like that's important i feel like it is a big part of me as an individual and so hiding that from somebody is kind of wrong in my opinion i feel like making just for for my happiness and for my comfort i feel like it's very important for me to just bite the bullet on that one if they don't like it then it just wasn't meant to be
0: well it's not like i was hiding it from people
1: Oh yeah. I just honest. before, yeah.
0: I, when I would realize that things might go serious, I wanted to bring it up. And if they weren't cool with it, then I'd kind of be like, okay, we can still talk, but this is just not something I want to pursue. Yeah. But I think what's interesting is that it's kind of the opposite for us. Like, you would lead with that statement.
1: Yeah.
0: And if they weren't okay with it, you still got with them.
1: In the past,
0: and yes. In the past. And in the past, I wouldn't lead with that statement. And if they weren't okay with it, I would drop them
1: yeah
0: so that's really cool. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, that's kind of our kind of how we do polyamory and we both I really like it. Do you really I like? Really like it. Yeah, I think it's I mean, I wouldn't want a relationship any other way.
1: Even though at this point we don't have other partners and we're not necessarily actively pursuing other partners, it's really. I keep saying comforting, but I mean comforting to know that if that situation arose, I, I would have like, like my partner would never judge me for that. No. And I would be safe in saying, hey, Coraline, whatever the situation is, Mm -hmm. and that it would go over smoothly. Yeah. You know?
0: And I think that's a cool thing to bring up, is that even though we don't have other partners currently,
1: yeah.
0: we're still in a polyamorous relationship. Like, yeah. you, you, we, we talk to each other all the time, and the way we talk to each other is just completely different from a, nom- a monogamous relationship. Yeah. There's no, like, I mean, I think we have jealousy issues. I think everyone really has jealousy issues, but it's not like a monogamous relationship. Like, yeah. we can... We'll we'll yeah, we're all we have tender. We go on there, and we're like, oh man, this person's cool and you know, we kinda push each other to like maybe ask someone on a date. Yeah. Or if uh I think we both have had sex with other people. I don't think I have. I have. You have.
1: But it was with like
0: Friends. Mutual <laughs> friends. <laughs> it was, it, it, was just just ser-
1: it was just gay shit. It was just like, gay shit. Like things friend, that gay, gay friends, friends
0: do. do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I, I, I just have a really busy life. I don't really, like, I, I don't look actively look for other partners or other people to have sex with. Because I just have, I just have more stuff on my mind than to, like, yeah. really care about. And, like, you honestly, like, you satisfy me in every way. That yeah. I, I don't have that need to look for someone else or anything. So, I, like, I don't know. But, I like, I'm open to the possibility if I were to meet someone and and just passing... Yeah. Be cool. I don't think I want to go back to the whole internet dating thing.
1: Yeah. Just because
0: how I met you was just so beautiful to me. Yeah, and I it was don't... really
1: natural. Yeah,
0: it was so natural. It was amazing.
1: Like, we really got the opportunity to be friends.
0: I know, and we kept pushing each other to, like, stay friends because yeah. we wanted to make sure that it would work, and it did work, and it was awesome.
1: <laughs> um. Do you have fun? Being polyamorous <laughs> with
0: me. Yes, I have a lot of fun being polyamorous with you, just because I can uh, look at other bitches and you don't scream at me.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, oh babe, six o'clock.
0: There's yeah. A, there's well, a
1: dump truck on that
0: one, baby, six <laughs> o'clock. We'll fucking just l- look at people and be like, oh my god, they're so fucking hot. And I, then... I'll, I met
1: a hot girl in the fucking... <laughs> In The gas station. And
0: I'm just like, go get her number right <laughs> go, now.
1: Go back in there.
0: <laughs> it's fun and it's cute and I love it. Um, so, yeah. I think uh, the next thing we want to talk about is kind of the things we find toxic in monogamy. In monogamy really? Uh, just
1: funny. Just things like that our... we don't relate. Things that we can't force ourselves to relate to that we see in monogamous couples.
0: I hate, I absolutely fucking hate the whole idea that you're in a relationship with someone and you act like you own that person. Yeah. You you are an individual. You are a human being. You have free thought. Yeah. You are not someone's property. And I fucking hate that. It's such a cis, white, um, I guess not really white, but cis, she- heteronormative monogamous yeah. of point of view and I hate yeah. it so much.
1: Like the thing where a, a guy will try to like monitor what their partner wears. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're you dressing really slutty. Are you trying to attract attention?
0: Yeah. I
1: if,
0: hate I, uh, that makes if me I want to have fall. my
1: titties out, I'm going to have my titties Fuck out. Fuck yeah, dude. And my girlfriend is straight up just going to support me. Yeah. And the same thing goes for you. If you want to fucking.
0: Well, I don't really have titties.
1: shit. Well, <laughs> your titties are my favorite titties.
0: Aw, that's but so sweet.
1: If I, I feel no need to monitor how you express yourself. Yeah. You know, because there's no. Ooh, what if somebody finds her attractive? Like, I fucking hope somebody else finds her attractive. My girlfriend is fucking attractive. Like, yeah. You know? Uh huh. Yeah,
0: you're so cute Um, another thing is just I feel like jealousy in monogamous relationships is completely different from the type of jealousy in polyamorous relationships
1: I don't know for me the difference is just that I'm able to recognize that my jealousy is unfounded that there's no base for the jealousy that I feel and it's something that's just ingrained in me from being in monogamous relationships and from the way that relationships are portrayed just everywhere. You know, and I'm able to see my jealousy as kind of an intrusive thought. More than me being genuinely disturbed by anything, you know, and I'm able to label it as an intrusive thought. And it's something that I'm still having to work on. I can admit that it's still a problem that I have within myself, but it's something that I am actively working on and something that I want to work through, though it's going to take time, because, I don't know, I feel like it's not something that you deserve. You don't deserve to have to, like, pick up on me being jealous of somebody, you know? Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Same, same to you. I just... I I think a lot of the times in monogamous relationships, jealousy really comes from, oh, this person would rather be with this person than me. Yeah. And in polyamorous relationships, it's more so like, I'm not as important as this other person.
1: Yeah.
0: That, at least for me. That's my own personal experience. And also, I just want to say, all of this is our own personal experience. Polyamory is completely different for literally everyone. Yeah. This is just how we view things. If you view it differently, that's perfectly valid. But, um, yeah, jealousy, for me, is just I'm not as important as other people. And I I mean, all jealousy is just intrusive thought, you know? Yeah. Most of the time it's not warranted. We yeah. know we have a really good relationship. We know we both love each other. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hello, we're back and I'm very drunk. Nicole, you just went pee. How did that feel?
1: Uh, I have to pee all the time, so it's kind of just all melding together for me.
0: And how does that make you feel?
1: Like I have to pee.
0: Wow. Uh, beautiful story. You're yeah. so strong. So strong. <laughs> um,
1: are the monogs okay?
0: Are the fucking monogs okay? They're this not is, okay.
1: This is specifically in inspired by a facebook group that coraline
0: i look liked. at this shit all the fucking time b
1: and it just has all of the most beautiful excerpts <laughs> and memes and screenshots and videos of people in monogamous people in monogamous relationships who I just cannot relate with. (laughs) We just cannot find something in common with these individuals.
0: Please go look it up right now.
1: Please, are the Monogs okay on Facebook? It's beautiful. I don't know why we're... (laughs)
0: We're acting like we're sponsored by them?
1: Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, we could be. I mean, Facebook, hit me up if you want
0: (laughs) to... I mean, is there anything really more you want to discuss?
1: Um, I can't think of anything. Is there anything else that you would like to talk about, maybe?
0: I mean, I don't... I think we I think we got everything.
1: You want to have a closing comment?
0: A closing comment. Hello. Welcome to your closing comment of the day. Hello, this is Coraline Johnson. Um, in conclusion, today we have discussed polyamory, uh, how we go about polyamory, and, um... The rules and regulation regulations of polyamory. Uh, we have also drank a significant amount of wine, and I am currently wasted. Um, are the monog- monogs okay? We'll never know. Truly, we will never know. Um, if you are interested in polyamory, uh, talk to, talk about it with your partner. Look into it. You know, it's fun. It's cool. It's a great way to live. Uh, if you are a monogamous, you know that's perfectly okay. You are you are allowed to feel however you want. You are allowed to navigate love however you want. But bottom line, there are many types of love and saying that other part ever other types of loves don't exist is just wrong. And are you okay? Thank you for listening to the Guppy and Puppy podcast. With your's truly, Guppy
1: and Puppy. Woo! Woo! <laughs>